Welcome to the Aron Sports Podcast. Listen in as professional handicappers Frank and Rob break down this week's wagers on a game-by-game basis. Tomorrow, the last soccer keep his money. Is there a lot of money to be made in that line of business? Nothing is impossible. You can shear a sheep many times, but skin him only once. Obsession. It's a young man's guy. This is exactly my point. Take it easy, take it easy. Simple, my paper, not easy. What's all that about? You're my older brother, and I love you. But don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. What I think I meant to say was just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. I'm here to give you a show what it's missing. You guys are crazy. You ready? Ready? Set? Set. One, two, three, go! Wednesday, January 11th. 2017. Frank Rohn here. Welcome to the Rohn Sports Podcast. Uh, day late this week. Got a little sidetrack here on Tuesday. Didn't uh, didn't quite get the podcast in. So uh, even though we're a day late, hopefully uh, the quality doesn't dip at all. But up here, uh, actually joined in Fargo this week by uh, Rob. Uh, how, how you liking the weather up here, Rob? Pretty nice, huh? Yeah, pretty great. Well, uh, sub sub zero weather and uh, a lot of wind. Pretty uh, pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, but uh, pretty analogous to our our week last week as a whole there between the two of us. Uh, I guess we can you know get uh, get right into that and do a, do a little recap here. The weekend recap. So yeah, it was it was a pretty rough weekend. Uh, we both missed on our picks of the week. Uh, did you did you officially release any plays? No, I just passed the card. I just uh, kept looking at it and was waiting for some numbers and. Like I said, you with that Miami game, and I was about to, to jump on that just because the number was so juicy, but I just kind of had a bad feeling about that game and just ultimately stayed away. But uh, just really wasn't a whole lot whole lot I could find out there. There's a few plays that I kind of leaned to that uh, would have been okay, but nothing nothing too strong. And, and then obviously my pick of the week went down and not uh, not a very good pick in that Detroit. So uh, it sucked in that perspect- perspective. I didn't uh, get a pick of a week home, but as uh, if you did listen, you pretty – pretty clear that we weren't too overly confident about those picks so it's not like you should have been going and betting your whole bankroll on them by any means but uh so yeah kind of good to get away with the weekend there with not uh, losing any units on the official plays yeah i know i well i did release they said on uh play on miami there last week and um just matt moore just couldn't uh couldn't get her done it's had kind of a rough go of it and um don't necessarily hate the bet but also it wasn't uh wasn't fluky by any means or anything, you know, it was just, uh, Pittsburgh played a pretty good game and all you can do is like tip your cap and, uh, didn't really lose the whole, a whole lot or didn't go too crazy, but pretty much everything, um, I thought, uh, you know, the Giants have a decent chance to cover and I thought, uh, Detroit would at least be competitive. So it's, it's a pretty rough week just, uh, even though I didn't, didn't get too involved monetarily. Um, didn't, didn't, wasn't, my opinions didn't really, uh, totally get you know validated or backed up so it was, uh hopefully you can get a little bit better feel for it here uh the rest of the way here throughout the playoffs so anyway let's uh get right to it look we got uh four games again this week so that's kind of nice we got two two on saturday again and, and two on sunday so hopefully uh these will be a little bit more competitive and a little bit more enjoyable to watch and and uh we'll Talk it out here and see if there's any, if we have a little bit more interest from a betting perspective than we did last week. Uh, so first game up, the early game on Saturday, uh, it's Seattle at Atlanta. It looks like 
Atlanta's laying four and a half, five, pretty much across the board. You got uh, anything on this one? Yeah, uh, nothing yet. No, I, again, don't have any official releases, but uh, just do the same thing we did here last week with the division round. Uh, Just uh, my guess here was Atlanta minus three and a half, power rating Atlanta minus four and a half. The Westgate opened uh, Atlanta minus three and a half, right to where my guess was there. And and then uh, (laughs) in line with my power rating, some money came in on Atlanta pretty much instantly, and now we're sitting at about uh, four and a half, five, somewhere in that ballpark. So. Uh, again, you can't really extract it. It's kind of, you know, that's what happened last week kind of too. I'd, my guess would be where it's at, and then the few points of value I could see it kind of get taken out instantly going the way where my power rating would be for the most part. So just not all in all, not a whole lot of value to get there, and you know, I think this line's pretty much right where it should be. Maybe see a little bit of Seattle money here coming late, but, uh, yeah, I just don't, uh, I can't really get a, get a feel for either of these teams. And obviously if, you know, we're, we're open there at 3.5, I would have leaned Atlanta. And you know, probably still have a small lane to Atlanta here, laying the points, which is kind of hard to uh, to do that here uh, in this in this situation. So I think I'll be uh, be staying away, especially with the high total as well. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. I I wanted bet Atlanta. I think Atlanta is going to win the game and might even win fairly comfortably. But there's just something that I, just, I don't. Like I guess I just don't trust Atlanta fully, and I also don't trust. I think Seattle's kind of like kind of fraudulent, and that I don't think they're uh, the same quality as they've been in the past, or or really even a top tier team this year. But at the same time, they're not a team that I feel fully confident uh, betting against, especially when they got to win by basically a full touchdown or more uh, with a team that I don't fully trust to to really bring their side of the equation either. So uh, I, I, my gut says Atlanta. I definitely lean Atlanta. I might end up with a small bet on Atlanta, but uh, I don't feel extremely confident. It's just, I just, I'm just not a – I just really don't like laying more than a field goal just about ever, and I'll, I'll do it here and there, but I'm very rarely going to be releasing big plays or or my, my largest wagers on uh, teams laying more than a field goal. It's just not something I really like to do. But it's just got a, got a pretty decent feeling here that uh, – Atlanta is going to win this one, so I'll probably end up with with some money on them here by the end of the week. That uh, total is kind of that fifty one and a half is pretty high for a Seattle game. Uh, you know, a Seattle team that's still kind of known for their defense and has somewhat of a shaky line and and uh, is not not super flashy offensive offensively. So that's interesting to see their total line that high. But I, I guess with with Atlanta uh, makes sense. So I don't really. I don't really have an opinion on the, on the total at all, personally. Uh, the next game up we got is the late game on Saturday. Uh, Houston at New England. So looks like it's 15, New England's 15.5, 16, somewhere in that ballpark. This has got to be one of the bigger lines we've seen in a divisional round in a while. I don't know exactly uh, how long it's been or what the, the biggest spread's been in this round, but it's pretty crazy to see a number that high on the board. What, uh, what do you got on this one? Yeah, definitely. My guess for this one, New England minus 14.5, power rating New England minus 13.5, and, and the opener at the Westgate had New England minus 16. And Yeah, like you said, it's uh, kind of crazy how big of a margin it is here, And but I don't think anyone's really going to argue with it, and obviously the, the markets aren't going to either because there really hasn't been a lot of movement on this game. Pretty dead number, opened at about 16, like I said, and you know, a little bit of movement maybe on Houston. Uh, seeing so much value, a little bit of value maybe in all those points, and that'd, that'd be the way I'd have to look. I mean, I'm not in the business of laying laying points 
that often anyway, uh, and especially once you get over a field goal, or I mean a touchdown, excuse me, and then now you're you know well over that to two touchdowns. So, it, you know, England's obviously a public team, probably the biggest public team out of any uh, NFL, anyone in the NFL this season. So uh, you're going to pay, pay a couple extra points there just out of the gate, and obviously my power rating numbers would show that too, with just a couple extra points of value towards Houston, but then you have to tell yourself, do you want to you know, be back in Osweiler and the Houston team? And They, they, they showed some signs of you know, life and, and looked halfway decent, and Osweiler looked like he played okay last weekend, but you just, are you really going to trust against an Oakland defense like that? And uh, you know, a, a third-string quarterback, it's uh, definitely uh, might be a little smoke and mirrors, so... It, Houston would definitely be the way I'm looking here, uh, but you know, it's I don't think it's going to get any higher than it is now. I, if anything, I think it may be come down closer to where my my guess is, maybe 14 and a half, 15, if anything, or stay here uh, if I had to, to guess it. So, with that being said, it's just uh, you know a Houston or pass. I think it's pretty clear in this game, and I, I might might put a little bit on Houston, but just I don't know if I really want to be be back in the the ostrich here with uh, playing uh, the Brady team in Foxborough. So. Might uh, might have a bet, small bet here later in the week, but most likely just be again staying away here. Yeah, I I feel pretty similarly. I, you're never going to see me laying 16 in an NFL game, or very, very, very rarely. And uh, Houston's got a respectable enough defense, and will probably be conservative on offense with Osweiler in there. That the fact where I could see them definitely keeping it, uh, keep keep. I think they're going to be playing in a way that is going to tend to keep the score not necessarily close, but just uh, you know lower overall as the total is only 44 and a half. Uh, definitely reflects that the, the more conservative style of play in from Houston. So if you look at it from that perspective, 16 seems like quite a few points. But the same token on the coin, um, it's, the Houston's got blown out by the Patriots when they played them this year. They got blown out when they played them last year. I don't. Uh, Trust Osweiler at all on the on the road or anywhere, I guess for that matter. And uh, I just don't think there's there's better betting opportunities than betting against Belichick and the, and the Patriots, especially off rest. Had a couple weeks to scheme, and uh, like I said, yeah, it just uh, no way I'm going to bet New England. But I also think there's enough red flags to you, you can make somewhat of a case for Houston, but there's just enough red flags where it's just not not a great. I don't think investment long term, but we'll see how it plays out. I'd, I'd be uh, obviously shocked if Houston's within a score late, but I could see where they might be down, you know, 14 or so, and New England just running off the clock, something like that. One of those kind of covers. But anyway, no, no real opinion for me on this one. I think it's a pretty easy pass, and by all rights, probably won't be a super entertaining game, but hopefully, I'm wrong. Now, now we got the Sunday games here, the early one on Sunday. Should be a pretty good game. We got Pittsburgh at Kansas City. Looks like uh, Kansas City is laying one and a half, two, somewhere in there. And I think I think it opened as, what, pick or, or Pittsburgh a little bit. So there must be some Kansas City money. Is that, uh, is that what you're seeing? Well, no, I mean, it actually opened Kansas City minus one, and that was quickly okay. bet to Pittsburgh minus one, minus two, somewhere, one and a half, somewhere in there. So, you know, that flood of Pittsburgh money came in. Um, but you know, real quickly, I'll just say you know, my guess is Kansas City minus one. Uh, power rating Pittsburgh minus one. Uh, and the opener, like I said, was Kansas City minus one. So yeah, just going back to that open one, and then went to Pitts, bet Pittsburgh, and then basically, I, I don't know if it was immediate, but pretty close after when uh, when Roethlisberger had that boot on, it definitely sent a little 
signal down the, the back of the betters, and, and they wanted to get on Kansas City, getting the points there at home, coming off the rest. So uh, that's where that money came from, as far as from what I've seen here, from what I can conclude. So that, now that's where you're seeing that number now at Kansas City. They're a short favorite at, at home. And, uh, you know, just based off my numbers, it's, you know, it seems like this would be a game where I want Pittsburgh, but obviously that Roethlisberger, it's pretty alarming, uh, that injury. I'm not sure. It, it seems like one of those deals where he'll probably sue up and play, but it's just you, you got to pretty much guess how how good is that ankle. And uh, we really won't know until we see him perform on it. And uh, It's just hard to be back in a team like that with uh, you, you basically have to hope that he's full health and, and, and it's still going to be a tough, tough game anyway. So my original lean was sort of original bet or whatever to, to get, get money on Pittsburgh here just because I like, like their defense, the way they've been playing. Um, I think it's getting improving and getting better. And then their offense is still a little bit skeptical, but they just have so much talent that I think that, you know, at any time that they can get it rolling. So it's, uh, you know, definitely an offense you obviously want to be backing, uh, which, you know, most of the public is going to say that and, and stuff too. That's not a surprise to anybody. But so, but it, just with that whole Roethlisberger deal, I mean, if he's bad, it's just going to be a whole different team. And, uh, you know, you saw that obviously with Landry Jones playing behind center. So it's, uh, and then you also have the fact with Kansas City coming off uh, pretty much like a bye when they have the first, I mean, it is a bye, the, the, the same deal as the regular season. You know, everyone knows how, how good Andy Reid is off the bye and similar spot here. So when you have the extra rest here, uh, to, time to prepare, you would think that they'd be coming pretty focused and, uh, you know, pretty ready. And I don't know if I really want to, you know, go against that stat and that, that track record of, of Andy Reid coming off a bye. So just a little too, too many iffy things here and stuff I don't want to get involved with, but. If it did get up to a three, you know, it might be worth looking at Pittsburgh here, I would think, but definitely not super excited to get to the betting window here. Yeah, I think if it got to three, uh, I'd definitely be on Pittsburgh. I think this is a, this should be a fun game to watch. I think I'm definitely excited for this one. But in terms of betting perspective, uh, I think there's, you can make a pretty good case for either team here. Uh, I think, I think Pittsburgh has the, the higher ceiling or is like the better team overall. Uh, but just from a spot, you got Andy Reid with extra time to prepare angle. I know he's always crushes off a bye, and essentially had a bye last week. I mean, not essentially, they did have a bye last week. So uh, I think that's got to favor Kansas City. And then um, Pittsburgh, I don't know, the whole deal with uh, you know, one of the coaches going out and getting in trouble and whatnot, that's probably not too big of a factor. But, you know, you never know. It's stuff like that's definitely not, not, help or not helpful. Um and then, yeah, the thing you mentioned with Ben with the, the walking boot and stuff. So I th- I think there's – I mean, I, my, my instincts would first say, well, I think Pittsburgh's a better team. They're probably going to win the game. But then, yeah, then I also factor in the home field and everything. I think you could make a pretty good case either against Pittsburgh or for Kansas City. So I think the number's probably about right where it should be, uh, at one and a half or two here. And But if it does go up to where you get a, f- a full three, uh, I'd definitely be interested in the Pittsburgh side. But – as of right now, I don't know. It's seems like it's uh, pretty much right on, and and uh, hopefully it's a good game to watch. And it could be a game where you could potentially uh, the, you know do some live in-game betting. I think a lot of these games are kind of like that. If even that Houston New England game, if um, New England jumps out early. And uh, Houston, if there's a couple signs that uh, you know you could maybe buy. By Houston, because if if New England jumps out early, then the the live betting markets are definitely going to 
overreact. I don't want to say overreact, but they're going to assume that it's just going to be a blowout. So if you've, you see any signs of life from Houston that interest you, that they're going to be able to keep it close or, or score a little bit with New England. Uh, there's some definitely in-game betting opportunity there. And same with this one. If it comes out and Roethlisberger's looking good, um, you can you know, potentially get a better price or a full three if Kansas City gets a score quick or or, or whatnot uh, and do a little attack at in-game as opposed to right now because this number just feels right to me. So I probably won't be involved uh, unless it gets to a, a three or potentially some kind of in-game or second-half wager. Last game of the weekend, pretty good one here. we got Green Bay at Dallas. Looks like Dallas is four and a half or so. Uh, across the board what do you got on this one yeah my guess for this one dallas minus four and a half power rating dallas minus three and a half open at the Westgate. dallas minus four and yeah, a little bit of dallas money coming from that uh which I, i'm not gonna lie a little shocking but then um you know, i guess it pretty much factored in just because of the jordy nelson injury and not in the uncertainty with his injury so i guess that from that perspective it makes sense if it, it would be interesting to see if uh, if he was in, if where the money would come, because it'd be hard for me, really hard for me to imagine that this game won't get down to a three, and the Packer money would come in if if he was healthy. So, um, not that it's only Nelson, but they also had some other injuries too from the, from last game that uh, might be you know, a combination going into this little bit of line towards Dallas uh, coming off the rest, obviously. So. That that'd be the way I look here is is towards the Packers getting the points and you know might be kind of a square play and and, and all that but I just uh, they, they seem pretty Rogers just seems like he's he's locked in right now and, and if he's locked in he's he's almost impossible to stop so uh, and then you know Dallas coming when they're coming off the extra rest it's it'll be interesting to see how Elliott and and Prescott react and and handle the pressure obviously playing against a team like Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers and then on top of that with the rest after they've been rolling for so long here uh, in the regular season, if it's almost like a momentum stopper in my eyes. So that'd, that'd be the way I'd be looking here is, is Green Bay. It's just uh, like, like with the other games, it's just uh, everything's factored into the line, so you're, it's hard to, to get one leg up kind of like Ken the regular season when there's so many more games. So it's just it's pretty tough to, to, to get, get ahead of any number, but that would be the way I'm looking, especially if any more Dallas money comes in because I could see you know, even on game day that, that, that Jordy Nelson injury or something could potentially shy people away from that Green Bay uh, the side and, and potentially some Dallas money. But um, I won't be shocked at all either if, if people you know weren't shy at all and kept betting Green Bay. So like I said, I'll just kind of wait and see where this number goes. And if it if it ticks any higher, I might you know come out with a play on Green Bay and you know, more probably be more towards the square side of it. But I I still I still think that's the right side in this game even at the current number. Yeah, I, I'm kind of shocked there hasn't been more Green Bay money with how good they looked last weekend, and um, I thought there was going to be a lot of a lot of people interested in, in betting Green Bay, which I mean, obviously, still could be most most year of uh, average public better uh, bets on game day. I think it's like 90% of the money or something like that comes in on game day from your from your average public better. So uh, I haven't really necessarily weighed in and dallas is a super public team too so this is about as publicly as it, as it gets with a green bay dallas matchup here so kind of shocked that there hasn't been some sharper money driving this down a little closer to three though uh taking seems like getting getting rogers in four and a half right now seems seems like a pretty good deal to me i know uh and then even green bay secondary is banged up a little bit but i don't really trust prescott necessarily to be picking on that as if say you know Matt Ryan would or something. So 
matchup wise, it doesn't seem like Green Bay matches up too bad. And then I think you can throw on Dallas, and obviously Rodgers is the best you know, maybe ever at doing that. So seems like a pretty decent matchup for them. Uh, they're you know obviously rolling along. They won whatever seven eight games in a row, something like that. And uh, Dallas, like you said, I don't know how those rookies are going to handle the playoffs, handle the time off. If if it's a good thing that they're you know thinking about it and and preparing for it, it could be a positive, but it could also potentially be a negative. So I like Green Bay quite a bit here. I think it's I think I could see Green Bay winning the game somewhat fairly comfortably or it could be a, a coin flip game pretty easily or, or if you don't know, field goal game either way so it uh, if i was getting four and a half with either team i think it's a great idea but um that just seems like it's a little couple ticks too high here for me so uh i haven't bet it yet but uh if the four and a half start disappearing at any time i'll definitely take one of them before they're gone and Maybe, uh, you never know, it could maybe keep going upwards a little bit. So I don't really don't really see why it hasn't gone down yet, but uh, I'll be curious to see how this line goes as the week goes on here and, and also just the uh, division of sharps, sharp betters and square betters and exactly where they land on this one because, like I said, with a lot of games, you can pretty much figure out who where the public's going to be and, and where the sharp betters are going to be for the most part. But this one's one that... I would assume there's going to be sharp money on Green Bay, but I I uh, hasn't shown up yet, and uh, I'm kind of curious to see see how it plays out this week. So that uh, that does it. Just a short four game division round card here. So that's uh, I think we're going to go ahead and skip uh, the concept corner this week. Don't really have anything particularly uh, timely or or that interesting to talk about in terms of that. So we're just going to go ahead and skip that segment. But uh, kind of we talked about last week too is almost a little mini concept corner here is, you know, they don't, you don't have to bet every game, especially in the playoffs. People want to have action on the games or they're watching. And since there's only a few of them, most people are probably going to be watching these games, but I mean, it doesn't hurt to throw a little bit here and there, but you don't have to bet serious money on it. Just uh, just because they're the only ones going or the only ones on, it's uh, sometimes when it gets like this, the lines are can be pretty tight and there's not a whole lot of value. And you just say pass and and wait till there's a bigger slate again next year. It's uh, patience can be whether it be in betting or or just in general, patience uh, can be a pretty good weapon or a pretty good tool. So that uh, don't don't force it if it's not there. Like last week. Just kicking myself a little bit for that Miami because I liked it a decent amount, but that uh, that trend that you were mentioning with the strength of schedule last week, there Rob was pretty strongly against uh, Miami, and I wish I would have heeded that warning a little bit sooner and said, oh, even though I like it decently, um, you know, just kind of follow follow that trend in terms of not going against it, and I would have saved myself a, a bet last week, but this week. I think that's just something to kind of keep in mind. If if you don't like something or you like it a little bit, you don't have to necessarily talk yourself into it. You can always just pass, and there will there'll always be more games at one point or another. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. It's, uh, that, that strength of schedule deal went 1-3 and three, uh, if we paid attention to it all last week. And, of course, the one game that that won pretty convincingly that uh, was forward was the one you were against, and all the other ones uh, you know, went against the system, and they won and covered pretty easily. So, 
pretty crazy how that works, but uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I agree with what you're saying. And, you know, I just got to be selective here. And we haven't released, you released the one play last week, but I haven't released any plays uh, up to this point yet in the playoffs. And, you know, obviously I'm looking at everything all week like I always do and then keep, you know, crunching the numbers and, and doing my research. But it's just one of those things, if it's not there, it's not there. So I'm not going to, you know, try to put something out there and, you know, if anyone puts money down on it, specifically for me, if I'm not going to put money down on something, unless I feel like I'm going to win long term, you know, 52.38% of the time. So it's, uh, you know, one of the deals where uh, I'll keep, hopefully something pops up, but if it doesn't, it doesn't, and you move on to next week. Yep. That's something to be wary of if you're, you know, buying someone's picks or you're getting information and they always have the strongest opinions on the most primetime games. That's uh, something to be a little cautious of because just because the game's in prime time shouldn't make it, if you know, it shouldn't make it way better of a betting opportunity for the most part. So usually that's just more of a publicity tool than anything. So uh, something to keep in mind there in the back of your head. So anyway, well, I guess we'll uh, skip right to it and, and do our picks of the week. The AS Pick of the Week. So last week... I went down with Miami, like I mentioned, and you had Detroit. They went down pretty easily, and uh, so it was a pretty rough week. We both 0-1 now for the picks of the week for the, the playoffs. Uh, like you said, we're tracking them separately here just because, as we mentioned, you mentioned that I already did done this pod and, and last week that we uh, didn't feel extremely strongly, but we wanted to give out a pick. So let's uh, do it again. You want to uh, start off this week and maybe switch up the order or it'll, it'll help us get a couple winners here? Well, I thought you still had honors, but I mean, if you uh, if you want me to, I guess I could roll it. But uh, I was kind of gonna wait and see what you're gonna go with. But um, maybe we'll get a little slightly interesting here, just to kind of switch it up. Um, I think what I'm gonna do is, cause I, I obviously already like Green Bay. That's gonna be. I'm gonna do a little teaser here. I'm gonna do a, a Green Bay on one leg of it, and I think I might. I think it's kind of might be a correlated parlay uh, with the over. Uh, if Green Bay is in the game or is winning, I think there's going to be quite a few points scored, and I don't really want to be laying a total at 52.5 here. I think it's just a tad too high, but if we add that to my parlay and you know, get it down to the, the mid-40s, I think that's a pretty good bet. Uh, so I'm going to take uh, Green Bay, what is it, 4.5, four we do 6.5 point tees, so yeah, make it 11, and then uh, what, what do you got the prevailing number there on the total? 52.5. So 52.5. Okay, yeah, so get it down to 46. Uh, I would say so. Over 46, and then Green Bay plus 11 is uh, my pick of the week for a teaser. All right. Well, I think we'll both be involved in that one, and I'll take Green Bay at just the four and a half. Like I said, that's probably my, uh, or definitely my strongest opinion of the week. So, there's a pretty good chance it's a close game, and anytime you're giving me 12 with four and a half in my pocket, I, I like it. So. Let's uh, hopefully we can bounce back and uh, get a couple wins here uh, in terms for the picks of the week in the playoffs. Uh, maybe switching up the order gave us a little better juju there. <laughs> so anyway, any uh, closing thoughts for this week or just in general, Rob? No, not really. Uh, like I said, just uh, keep keep your eyes glued there on our own sports and uh, any any plays come out for me and Frank, you can uh, stay updated so you can uh, try to make some money this weekend. But otherwise, enjoy the games and. Hopefully, uh, it seems like this should be a little bit better of a slate than last weekend and, and might see an upset or two as well. So, uh, hopefully, uh, have some good football coming this weekend. All right. Well, that'll wrap it up. Good luck to everybody this weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. 
Thank you for listening to the Arone Sports Podcast. Check out aronesports.com for all of your sports betting needs, including automatic bet tracking, mobile notifications, free picks, and more.